Welcome to Paddling Adventures Radio. I'm Sean Rowland. With me is Derek Spech. Hey, hello. Derek, it's our 140th episode. It's our retrospective. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> episode 140 is a retrospective on what's gone on before, what we hope to do, plus a couple extra things. Yeah. One yeah. big extra thing that's brand spanking new mm-hmm. yesterday. Yes. Yeah, so. So let's just jump right in here. <laughs> these paper rattling out of the way. Yes, yes, yes. So we've been doing this just over two years now. Yeah, just over, eh? Yeah, yeah. It's been fun. It's been great. See ya, bye. <laughs> <laughs> so we've been doing this for a couple of years now, uh, especially this year since probably since about January. Yeah. We've been getting a lot of messages from people who listen to the show, email, Facebook, so, social media up to it's, everything. It's really nice to get the feedback to hear from people th- that people are actually enjoying it and and we have listeners that that come back every week and like at first when we started this, we didn't know what to expect or where this was going to go. We we didn't really have a full grasp on exactly what we're getting ourselves into. Yeah. But, well, I mean, we weren't a podcast then either. We were actually exactly. an online radio show, yes. right? Yeah. So there was a bit more different rules and yeah. things that we had to do. So going to a podcast has been so much easier. And yeah. A lot, a lot more freedom. Yes. Right? Yeah. Less so restrictive. Less restrictive. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I shouldn't say easier. Yeah. I should say less restrictive. Yeah. So that's, that's been, a, been an absolute bonus. Um, but when it comes to people that give us feedback and stuff like that, it's, it's really nice to get that because then we're not sitting here putting in all this work. And I mean, this isn't just something we, you know, you just show up and start going, uh, let's just talk about this today. Yeah. I mean, we do some research and stuff like that. And I mean, we got to buy our beer and that's, <laughs> <laughs> sorry. yeah, no. And then we show up and say, Hey, what do you want to talk about tonight? Yeah. Uh, you know, so we've gone places. Um, to different stores. We've gone to canoe symposium, the winter yes. camping symposium. We've gone to the outdoor shows in Toronto and Ottawa. I've gone to the quiet water symposium down in, in Michigan. And we've had people come up and they recognize us and it's pretty cool. It's interesting that, uh, I, I, our pictures must be online somewhere because people have walked up to me. Hey, you're Derek. All the porno sites. Like, <laughs> <laughs> hey, I recognize you. Oh, you must you have watch, seen me. You watch, porn. Yeah, you watch porn. <laughs> you do watch you? porn, do you? <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. I think we're. Our, well, we've had photos up when we had David Lee here yeah. and stuff like that. We put them on our it, site. Uh, I think one of the first times it happened to me, we were. It was uh, the winter symposium. Yeah. I was standing on the front steps, going up the front steps to go into the theater, and some guy goes, "Hey, you're Derek from Paddling Adventures Radio," and yeah. I'm like. What? <laughs> How yeah. does this guy? It just, it he still said he still like, says, yeah. "Yeah, I freaked him out." <laughs> it freaks and me I out. said, "I do whatever I can to freak him out." <laughs> yeah, I mean, the first time it happened, I mean, I was a mountain equipment co-op, and some guy's looking at me. I'm thinking, "You either really dig me, or, <laughs> <laughs> or, or, or you know." Uh, and he just he looked. He said, "You're not Sean from Paddling Adventures Radio, are you?" And I said, "Yes, I am." Unless I owe you money, uh, <laughs> and then I'm not. So that's that's pretty cool, though. And uh, like I say, I was down in Michigan, and I'm walking, looking at some stuff, and some guy just yells my name, and I look, and he, yeah, he knew me. Yeah. 
right? It's like, okay, well, that's, that's it's pretty weird, cool. weird, eh? It really is. So it's nice that, you know, that we've, we're building up enough of following that people actually in public. They're reaching out. Come out and yeah. they, they, they yeah. know us. And I mean, we, I love getting the emails. I love getting the, the stuff online and stuff yeah. like that and the social media and, and stuff. Um, I mean, yeah, we don't do this show for fame and fortune because if we are, <laughs> apparently somebody owes us. Yes. Uh, We're at a net loss here. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, but it's, it's neat to have people recognize us and, and especially tell us, you know, you know, I really do enjoy your, your podcast and, and when they start referencing different podcasts we've done and like on different yeah, subjects and yeah. stuff like that, it's pretty cool because if you want to get me talking, <laughs> oh yeah, I was listening to this podcast, you guys were talking about this and then, yeah, that'll lead to another thing, to another yeah. thing, to another thing and another thing. And, uh, so this past summer we were doing our weekly updates with John Van Berger, Yes. right? Uh, the outdoor kind. He was doing the um, paddle. He had his team of paddlers. They were yeah. doing the Yukon River uh, for charity, first responders. They're raising money for first responders. So we hooked on with him and we did a weekly phone call with him while he was yeah. paddling the Yukon and and whatnot. <laughs> and got some pretty good feedback on the, on those shows. People exactly, really said, yeah. that's, that's pretty yeah. cool. Somebody had said, you know, you guys are just like a radio station, <laughs> right? I mean, the way you're doing these call-in yeah. things like that and that, uh, it's just a bit different than, than normal. Just listen to us yabber and, and whatnot. Couple of times he mentioned beer. <laughs> yeah. Um, he even mentioned a local brand called Yukon Brewing, uh, when he was in Dawson city, the, for Canada day. Yes. The topic came up again and there was the old don't drunk dial when you've had too many <laughs> <laughs> conversation that happened. <laughs> And yeah, so he, so they mentioned it. And he, I mean, he got his photo taken with Justin Trudeau, the whole thing, right? How cool so, is that? I yeah. haven't even met Justin Trudeau, and here's John, uh, yeah. <laughs> American, yeah, this American guy, just <laughs> zipping around yeah. all the Yukon, and and there's Trudeau. Hey, buddy, how you doing? Right. When are we gonna get Justin on the show? I don't know. He's too busy. He's too busy with all this marijuana stuff. Yes, yes. Right. Uh, so. There's a couple of paddlers. So after we, we did all that, you know, we're, we're doing all these through the summer and then they, they finished the 1000 mark and they call it a season. They're going to hopefully knock on wood, yep. finish it next season. Yes. And, um, we did all that and got some good feedback and stuff. Well, there was a couple, apparently we have listeners up in the Yukon. Apparently. Who, who listen to our podcast and there was a couple of them up there and they were talking to this guy, Steve their buddy Steve and said, you got to listen to this podcast because you're into the canoe tripping and you're into the paddling and all that sort of stuff. And you go on these trips and stuff. You got to listen to these guys. They have this podcast called Paddling Adventures Radio. So he listened to a couple of them. Then he listened to a couple more and a couple more and a couple more. And pretty soon now he's caught up to the, I think he was at 138 episodes. So he's now what two behind, I guess. But chances are he's probably listening to 139 and he's probably listening to this one now. Yes. Now he works, I guess they all do, work on the Dempster Highway, mm-hmm. right? So north, he's in, he lives in, in Dawson Creek, but then they go up for, I think he was saying uh, eight days on, eight days off, something like that. Um, so they're, you know, all the way up to Tuk Tuk Tuk, that sort of okay. thing, right? Which is pretty cool. So he started listening to it and whatnot and he downloaded them all. So yeah, now he's, so he's listened to, an, he's, he's listened to the episodes um, and heard the episodes with John and that he was in Dawson city. Now when he, John was in Dawson city doing all the 
Canada Day stuff and drinking the Yukon Brewing beer and all that. Steve, who is further now known as Yukon Steve. <laughs> I'll get to that one. Um, Yukon Steve was down in Rocky Mountain House. So he was a bit disappointed because like, oh. I could have met John. I could have met John. Yeah. Could have been there and <clears throat> the whole whole meal deal. Uh, so, but he did talk, he heard us talking about all the rivers up there and what the paddling was like. And of course the beer and stuff like that. And early September this year, I get an email says from, from Steve, let me know. He was driving 6,100 kilometers <laughs> from Dawson city. That's a long drive to Kingston, Ontario to visit family. Wow. <laughs> that's one way. Yeah. 6,100 kilometers one way. Yeah. So that's what he's going to do. He's driving down to see family. He's going to do some touring stuff. He's going to Ottawa. And stuff. Actually, I was talking to him and he, one of his buddies, like the area of their school and stuff like that in that area, got hit by the tornadoes. Oh, okay. So he was up there and I guess he was helping him do some stuff with yeah. his buddy, help his buddy out, stuff like that. They went, he was going to the canoe museum to check all that out and, nice. and the whole deal. So yeah, he's definitely going to be, uh, he grew up in the Ottawa area, like Arm Prior and oh, all okay. that sort of stuff. So he grew up there and then. How did he get then, up to the Yukon? He was doing work out that way and somebody apparently, the guy he was working for, um, had somebody driving some horses in a horse trailer up to Dawson City. Mm-hmm. And dude who was supposed to drive got a little bit inebriated okay so the boss said listen you got your driver's license you know how to drive a truck you want to drive these horses up so they all jumped in the truck and up they went okay and uh he liked it up there so i guess he He stayed yeah i think he said he was there for he's been there up that way about 24 years now wow yeah Hmm. so so he sends me this email saying this is what he's doing and he's going to do some some stuff he's there till mid November, he's going to be out this way. Yes. So, you know, do we want to get together? Will we have time maybe come out to Kingston way or you could drop by this way or whatever? Well, this is when you're getting ready to head off to the Des Moines River. Yep. I was doing all my planning for the Moose River. Yeah. So it just wasn't time. Yeah. So it wasn't time at that point. So I said, listen, well, when we get back and do all this, we'll Figure check it. out our schedules <laughs> and uh, see what we can do, which would be kind of cool, especially if he's coming out all this way. And he says, yeah, if we have time, we'd meet up and chat about canoe tripping in the Yukon. And, you know, I'm always up for that sort of stuff, right? Chit-chatting about it. He said he'd bring us a couple of the beers that mm-hmm. we were talking about yeah. on the show. And he got a couple other little things that he'd bring us, like maps and stuff like that to show us and stuff. Awesome. And uh, so I had that sitting there and ready to, you know, I just got to figure out our time. We did our trips and all that sort of stuff gets busy. And I'm sitting there, I guess, mid last week. I'm saying, you know, I really got to check my schedule. So yeah, he's got, he's here for another month. I checked my schedule and uh, see if we can't get out his way to Kingston or something. So that way he's not coming all this way, right? Go to Kingston for a day or something yeah. and uh, stay overnight, maybe chit chat, whatever, road trip. Yeah. And so I said, oh yeah, you know, I'll check with you and uh, we'll see what we can do. And no sooner do I start thinking about that, than I get another email from him. Yeah. I'm heading home a bit early. <laughs> So we gotta meet up now. Um, do you have time that I can just drop some stuff off to you? And he's like, I'm like, well, you know, what's your timeline and all that sort of stuff. He was leaving Tuesday, like a couple days ago. 
Monday, yeah, so Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, he was down yeah. this area, and then he <laughs> was on his way home. So I checked some things out, and you weren't, unfortunately, you weren't available. No, my dad's in town, so I uh, I couldn't get away. I've, I'm, I'm, I snuck away tonight so <laughs> we could record. <laughs> uh, yeah, they're all sleeping now. Yes. Uh, yeah, so we, um, we, we did the chat back and forth. Well, unfortunately, you're not, you're not available, but you know what? Let's go for a quick beer. And we chose a spot, uh, a pub out, uh, out in Whitby, uh, cause he was out in Oshawa way. I'm in Asia. So Whitby's halfway. So yeah. yeah, you know, something right by the 401, easy to find that sort of thing. He was checking out sale and all that sort of, which is right oh, there. Okay, yeah, that, right. Yeah. So that's, that's fine. So I said, yeah, we'll, we'll meet up for a quick beer and at least, you know, chit chat for, for a couple of minutes and then, uh, head out. Uh, so perfect. So I'm sitting about, I'm sitting there at work and I'm thinking about it. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to give a couple of, called, uh, Scott Robinson, man camping. Yeah. I said, dude, I got this guy from the Yukon. He paddles the Yukon river and all that sort of stuff. I know we talked about it on our trip and stuff. So he starts to coming for a quick beer and I know it's a bit of a journey for you, but cause he's on the total other side of Toronto. Right? Yeah. He's on the West side of Toronto. We're on the East side. And he goes, oh, I'm up for that. What time? Where? So send him the details and all right, see you there. And then Dwayne Sontag of the camping family yep. sent him a message going, dude, what are you doing tomorrow night? <laughs> and he goes, why? Thinking some sort of trick. Oh, it's a long drive for and him he, too. Oh yeah. But he's closer than, than Scott is. Yeah. Cause he's only in yeah. Brampton. Right. Mm-hmm. And I said, well, got this guy. He's come from the Yukon and you know, he's talking, wants to sit down for a beer and ch- chit chat a little bit about the uh, Yukon river and everything that's up. Oh, I'm for, oh, I'm all into that. <laughs> so he says, when, where that sort of, so I send him all the information he says, all right, I'll let you know. And, uh, sure enough, everybody's, everybody can make it. So Tuesday night we head on to Whitby, head to the bar. I'm there first. I get a spot. And, um, Yukon Steve shows up and, uh, so him and I grab a beer and we start ch- chatting about stuff and then Scott shows up and Dwayne shows up and he's got these maps and stuff like that, that he's brought <laughs> along. He's got nice. a, a little picture book of, okay. of some of his trips and stuff like that. And it's so, okay, well, you know, we'll just have a quick beer and stuff like that. And, um, next thing you know, we're ordering something to eat, like another beer and stuff like that. <laughs> so... <laughs> Uh, it was, it was really good to be able to, to meet up with them. And I mean, like I say, we, we meet people quickly Yeah. or we get emails from them or, you know, like, like on iTunes, we get a review from somebody saying, Hey, great show, whatever. Exactly, I love yeah. these guys. I give them a five star. I never give anybody five stars. So here's a four star. <laughs> I remember that one. Yeah. 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 <laughs> okay. Well, <laughs> I'll take it. I'll take it. That That's your, you know, thing. So, um, yeah, so we met up and we started talking about stuff. Now I've got a big pile of stuff here, mm-hmm. and this is what he brings up. I'll He's got a bag and he just throws this this down here, right? And let me just grab this stuff here. Whoops! Oh yeah, we'll just throw it all on the floor here. I did. Ah. Okay, you want it all? Yeah, I get it all. Give me all. Give me, give me, give me, give me, give me. There you go. All right. So. What do we got here? Do, 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 well, do, it's a whole pile of stuff, and yeah, it, it's it's. I think it's so cool that uh, he was able to come down and meet up and gather all this material for us. I mean, a lot of this, if you're up that way, you're just going to pull it from a tourism bureau, tourism yeah. bureau, anyway, yeah. and stuff, right? But he can actually he sits down and he explains stuff to you and stuff like that in here, and 
That was pretty cool. So he shows up with maps and pamphlets of the Yukon, the Yukon River, Anuvik, Whitehorse, Dawson City, my favorite, Olavik, Banks Island, Olavik National Park. Right there, baby. That's my pamphlet right there. <laughs> A pamphlet called Paddling the Land of the Pingos, which is pretty cool. Um, the Pingos are these massive ice mounds that are under earth, like under, well, I guess, yeah, I guess they got earth, yeah. dirt and yeah. plants and stuff growing, but right underneath all the little bit of dirt and stuff like that are these massive ice mounds and easily visible from Taktiaktak and the Inuvik Taktiaktak Highway, the Pingos Pingos, I keep saying Pingos, I don't know why. Pingos are distinctive hills that you can experience in the following ways. Panoramic views. Uh, you go to the highway and get a view of them jutting out for flat tundra landscape. There's a boardwalk you can get to. Uh, water. Take a guided tour. Bring your canoe, kayak, or rent one through a local operator and launch from the beach at the day use area. Paddle 30 to 40 minutes to the Pingo viewing boardwalk. You can yeah you can paddle around these things and everything. Yeah, it, it's pretty cool. I mean, look at that boardwalk there. That's pretty neat. Yeah, I was thinking you keep saying Pingu. Yeah, the, Pingu. there's like there's like a, a little TV show. Ping, Pingu the wah, Penguin. Wah. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Pingu because we kids that, used to watch that's that. That's probably all the time. where you're getting it from. We used to watch it. No, I mean I mean the kids used to watch it all the time. <laughs> uh, bird viewing paradise. Region consists uh, contains important habitat for nesting and migrating birds. Late spring, migrating geese, brant, lesser snow geese, and greater white-fronted geese, tundra swans, loons, ducks, mallards, green-winged teal, king eider, and long-tailed ducks and are common to the area. Shallow waters, all that sort of stuff. Pacific herring, Arctic cisco, least cisco, burbot, broad whitefish, and incanu. Can I see that? Yeah, that's pretty cool. So that's that's pretty cool. Um, he brings he's brought a, you know uh, a pamphlet on Watson Lake Yukon. So just what's in that area, Watson. Um, again, you, you just find it at the tourist board, Whitehorse City Map and Guide for 2018. So it shows you all the stuff you can do and see in Whitehorse and an area. So he brought that one, Dawson City. Dawson City's small. It's not as big as you think. Yeah. You know, you look at the, it's right on the front of this guide here. And you look at the uh, the map and stuff like that. And the Klondike River, the Yukon River. But what is cool, and you can see it. Can you see it on this one? Hang on a second here. Unfortunately, uh, listeners aren't going to be able to see it. Yeah, this isn't yeah. a visual show. Okay, so everybody <laughs> that's listening, take a look at this. Turn to page five. <laughs> Turn to page five. When you hear the... Turn the page. (laughs) So you see this, you see Dawson City. You see the two colored waters? Yes, I see that. So when the Klondike water comes in and meets the Yukon River, there's actually a split and the water color is different. So it'd be, some of it have like rock, uh, rock flower or something in it and the other yeah, one's Yeah, well, the one's the, the, the Yukon River silty Mm -hmm. stuff and the other one, the Klondike coming in is clear. Neat. Right. So, yeah, so, and there's a whole bunch of stuff about Dawson City in there. Um, what is it? Uh, Gertie's there. Uh, Diamond Tooth Gertie. Oh, yes. And yeah. I think she's like right in the middle of town somewhere. Yeah, yeah, there right she is, there. right dead center. So, 
dead center of yeah, town. John talked about her quite a few times. Talked about her going to see. He sent us a picture of the dancing girls. Yes. From there, right? Yeah. Because we told him, yeah, send us a picture of the dancing girls. And that's what he did. <laughs> uh, what else he's got here? Northwest Territories Sport Fishing Regulation Guide. So it tells you, you know, this is what you're looking at if you want to go up fishing. Yep. Then here's the guide. Here's what you can catch. Here's where you catch them. Here's the uh, uh, seasons and stuff like that. And Arctic char, bull trout, Arctic grayling. I mean, this isn't stuff that you, we catch. No. You know, Dolly Varden, in canoe. Uh, it's Lake pretty trout, cool that he Pike. thought to gather this stuff for us. That's really neat. Yeah. Actually, um, where is it here? When I moved to Toronto, out west, we used to catch jackfish. Right? You call them jack. Catch a nice jack. It's, okay. I don't like to eat them. They're bony. Move out this way, you're talking about jack, and they're like, what's a jack? Well, that's a jack. No, that's a pike. Oh, right? Oh, yeah. So it took me a while, and I started calling them pike, and totally forgot. So he brings this little map on uh, Inuvialuit. Uh, there's the the monitors that they're community fishing plan, Inuvik to Tuktoyaktuk Highway area. And you open it up, it tells you what they're doing to um, develop the, the fishing so it's managed, not okay. overfishing, yeah. all that sort of stuff. Community fishing <clears throat> restrictions, no use of gill nets or dip nets, gill cl net closures, uh, practice catch and release only, no sport fishing during gill net closure periods, license... Sport fishers must possess a license validated for the Inuvialuit settlement region and register plans to fish on Inuvialuit private lands at the local hunters and trappers committee. Huh. Now, he was saying, and I'm sure this was the area, basically this is a um, local natives only okay. fishing area. Yep. Right? So... Um, but inside you open it up and there's the, it's the Husky Lakes region, they call it, right? Okay. And you know, getting a lot of paper rattling. Today, yeah, that's fine. We, right? That's fine. Uh, so yeah, from Inuvik up to Tak Tak Tak, because the, the highway goes up there now all the way. The I want to drive sea, that right? road. So it's talking about these private lands, the yeah. Husky Lakes. Um, but there's pictures of Lake Trout, Coney, Lake Whitefish, Losh, uh, which is the burbot. Um, Arctic railing and Northern Pike, and then brackets, jackfish. Oh. North and, like the West? Yeah. Western Canada, it's a jackfish. Out this way, it's a pike. It's a pike. Right? So it's like, ah, okay. So that was pretty cool. But yeah, it's a big area. So, yeah, so he's got this, and they're talking about, you know, responsible fishing and stuff like that. And yeah. It's pretty cool. And then he also brings a, a pamphlet about Inuvik and the stuff that's there, and what you can see and touristy stuff and non-touristy stuff. So at least you, you got an idea of what you're getting into when you're up that way. There is, like I say, this pamphlet on Olivik, uh, National Park, which is on Banks, Banks Island, Island, the, the uh, Thompson River, and what is it? The highest, most northern navigable river in Canada. Yeah. Right. Uh, along the Thompson River Valley, it's really cool. Drive from Inuvik to Tuktoyaktuk on the new 130-kilometer highway. 
So I wonder, or fly from Inuvik to Taktak and then take a tour with a local operator. If we drove to Taktak yeah, and then flew from there across, mm-hmm. I wonder how much cheaper that would be. I don't know. Rather than flying, it would be longer, but... Well, well so the, the biggest expense is getting actually flying to the island because that's a charter. Yeah. And that's where the big cost, like it's only, it's only about a thousand bucks to fly Air Canada to get all the way up there, right? Yeah. That, it'd be cheaper to fly. Yeah. Hmm. Anyway, so I got the pamphlet on that now. So then he whips out this Yukon River map. Okay. Yukon River Routes. It's just a simple looking map that he, he pulls out and it's all these, if I can unfold it here, all the major rivers in the Yukon. All laid out nicely. Oh, yeah, look at that. Right? And they all got numbers. Um, they got, and there's the highways on here that show Dawson City, White Horse, uh, the Robert Campbell Highway, Carmax, Beaver Creek, Eagle Plains. Because that's, that's where he says he's up, he works up uh, Eagle Plains. Okay. Which is close to. Um, so he's road maintenance or building? Or? He do, yeah, he does. Uh, he drives a grader. He drives a truck. Okay. He does uh, whatever's whatever's needed, sort of thing. So he's uh, near the the top end of the uh, Dempster Highway before it crosses over into the Northwest Territories. So this map here has you know topography equipment that you need if you're out that way. River sense, uh, river grading, international scale for grading the difficulty of a river, fishing, camping, weather, flora, fauna, wildlife. Firearms. <laughs> yeah, all um, the rules applying. Rifle or a shotgun? Pistols and that and revolvers not allowed. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Uh, emergencies, what to do. Fire fire permits are free, but you have to... Register. Register for, yeah. for them. And the RCMP up there want you to register before you go on canoe trips so that they, they, they know. know. They know where to find the body. Yeah, yeah, that's where the body is. <laughs> uh, or whose it is. Yeah. And then there's this rivers at a glance section here on the side. And it lists 41 rivers, the main rivers, uh, like there's the Wolf, there's uh, the Pelly River, Little Salmon, Big Salmon, Yukon, the Teslin, Lower Watts and Upper Wheaton, um, Bennett Lake, Takini, Kathleen, Alsek, Blanchard, uh, the, the Firth, the Porcupine, Eagle, Snake. So all these big, big name rivers, right? So they give a grade of the river, one, two, three. Four. I don't think there's anything more than a four in here. Then the rapids. They also give the grade of rapids that you'll find along the river. Yeah. So like three plus, three to four plus, huh. uh, fours, threes, fours, one and twos, none. So the Big Salmon Yukon, apparently there's no rivers or no rapids. Yeah. Uh, Desadish, there's none. There's threes, twos, ones, that sort of stuff. Then it has a, another char- a list beside that, approximate distance in kilometers. So Porcupine River, 350 plus kilometers. The Firth River, 160. Teslin, 420. Does it give time to travel, though? Then it has approximate duration in days. So what are we looking here? If we look at the Little Salmon, 48 kilometers, one to two days. See, that's, Big what, salmon, that, right? that's that's the handy part when they tell you how many days of, yeah. of travel. Because when it comes to planning, the distance is not as important as how long it takes the typical person to do it. 
Yeah, so the White Yukon River, 325 kilometers, 7 days. The Yukon, 900 kilometers, 14 to 21 days. Oh, picture. Now, this is just in the Yukon, because we yeah. know the Yukon then crosses into Alaska. Yes. So, it's a lot bigger. Yeah. So, yeah. this is just the, the area in Alaska itself. The Ogilvy Peel, 400... And... Oh, that's just a little... Uh... Mark, it looked like it was negative 475 kilometers, 14 days. Wait, so Zach. wait, negative 400. So you, <laughs> I don't know how that works. It goes backwards. And then the, the, there's the last couple ones, access, road or air. Oh, okay. And then take out road or air. Yeah. So you can take a road in, you can take a road out. Uh, you take a, uh, you have to fly in, but there is, I guess, a road out. Okay. At the, uh, at the, bit, at the bottom of the road. Yeah. So, yeah, so that's that's pretty cool. And we're looking at that and like, wow. So we checked out that quite a bit and a lot of stuff. And you're like, yeah, we can do this. We can that's do this. fascinating. Like, it really is. That's a really cool map, that one there. Mm-hmm. Then he whips out this final map. And this one is my favorite. Rivers of the Yukon Territory, Yukon River, Marsh Lake to Carmax. So this here, I was reading through it and it's like, a, it, it's sort of a, almost a, a trip log history book. Uh, it tells you how to pack and what you should bring and what you expect. I, I found this one particularly fascinating. I'm going to have to borrow this one and take it home to read it because it, it gives so much history. And this here is a uh, one of those old-fashioned spiral-bound photocopied and stuff like that. But is spiral-bound at the top? Yes. Though. Yeah. Not. Yeah. It's, so it's yeah. it's a it's a f- top to bottom a flip, flip over. Yeah. 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 But the details in this are incredible. Yeah. So the, at the beginning of this, like, well, like when you open it, you get a little introduction to it. Yeah. But then there's stuff in here um, about the history of the area, like the Klondike Gold Rush, early trading and transportation, law enforcement with the Northwest Mounted Police, yeah. that sort of stuff. Then it illustrates, uh, when you get through all that reading, the beginning part, there's actually... Um, 21 pages of map from CarMax to Marsh. And they're very detailed. Sorry, Marsh Lake to, to CarMax. They're they're hand-drawn. They're, yeah. Very detailed. Yeah, there, there's so it's 371 kilometers worth of the Yukon River, um, 231 miles. Flip, And it's a flip-over map. So when you start at the top of the one page and you follow the, the, the river down, at the bottom of a page, when you turn that page over, where it left off at the bottom of the page, yeah. it star- starts at the top. Yeah. Or, the, or I guess the bottom of the next page goes to the top. It reminds me of the CAA triptych uh, trip logs that you can order from CAA. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, and it goes through the whole thing, and there's, there's mileage on it. So when you start, and actually they, they've done it in the book backwards... So you start at two hundred or three hundred seventy-one point five kilometers, and you work your way down to zero, which is is that but, the way the the rivers go? I don't know. So, but as you're going, um, yeah, because no, because it does start on the back page, so you got to yeah. run it differently backwards. So there's stuff on here, like you look at here, low ground, private cabins, use caution when leaving when leaving Eddie Dam. Uh, lock system on right overhead cable keep right partially overgrown 
the road passes. There's a bridge there. Road cuts, low ground, private cabins and campgrounds, uh, overgrown, rocky areas, steep riverbank areas, beaver houses, marshes, feeder creeks, towns, all that sort of stuff is all marked on here. And as you're going... Was this produced by the government? This is a... No, this, this is, is this private guy, this uh, it, Mike Rourke. But I thought I read in there that this was produced by him for... Oh, maybe local... he did it for the government, but yeah, yeah he's done all of this. It's right? pretty impressive. And like mm-hmm. I, this is he first produced this in 1983, and this it was has been updated in 1995. Yeah, this one's in 19 uh, the 1995. Yeah, photo credits and stuff. Um, but as you're going through, like it starts zero miles, zero kilometers, and then halfway up the page, five miles, eight kilometers, and at the top nine miles, fourteen point yeah. five kilometers. And as you turn, every page has it marked. Your distance. Three different spaces, yeah. how far you've gone. So you know, now he's written in here like day four, where he got on in day pencil, four. Yeah. In pencil, yeah. In pencil. So, but you get to this page, 111 miles, 178.5 kilometers. This is how far you've gone. That sort of stuff. Lake Labarge. Remember John talking about Lake Labarge yep. and how huge it was, right? Yes. So what do we say? This was like Lake Labarge in this map is what, four pages or something like that? <laughs> yeah, it's incredible. It's like 75 kilometers long. <laughs> yeah, so th- yeah, so this is Lake Labarge. Um, it starts at... 50 something? It? 50... 84.5 kilometers okay. is the start. So you've paddled 84.5 kilometers. And by the time you're done, you've paddled 133.5 kilometers. One lake. <laughs> One massively long <laughs> It's really long just a fat section lake. of river, I guess. But yeah, it's a lake. Yeah, but winds come up fast and it's a cold one. But there's there's a ton of little thingies on the side Yeah. that he talks about. Jackfish Bay. That sounds familiar too. Lake Labarge. Sam, Sam McGee? Yeah. Yeah, the, yeah. the Ballad of Sam McGee or whatever it was. I'll never remember that. Um... <laughs> So, so yeah, so he brought, brought these maps and there's a lot of stuff in here and it was really cool to, to get this from him. Now I must admit when I was looking at him, he, he says, I've got another copy of this because I was saying, are you sure you want to give this to me? Oh, I got another copy of that. And my copy has all the places, good fishing spots on it. <laughs> oh, oh, oh wow. okay. Now the truth comes out. <laughs> Didn't see any fishing spots yeah. marked on this map. That just means we got to go up there and. And find the fishing find the spots. Fishing spots. This is a fascinating one. I, I love this one. Yeah, so take take that with you and take a peek through yeah. it. Um, and well, yeah, it, it's really, really cool. And he also brought a little photo album with some of the pictures he's taken of him. Oh, okay, good. On, cool. on a canoe trip he did yeah. a while back. And there's there's shelters and stuff and they're set up that you can use. Or there's just places you, you set up your tent, like yeah. camping spaces already set up. And he says there's a lot of spots to, to camp along the river. Hmm. So at the end of it all, this little one quick beer <laughs> turned into a couple of beers plus dinner yeah. and four hours of talking about yeah. the Yukon and just swapping stories about canoe tripping. I can imagine how fascinating it would have been. hours. Like yeah. we're, we're sitting there and I'm thinking the, the waitress comes up and says, I'm just shifting off now. So is there anything I see? And and I'm thinking, well, that's kind of rude. We haven't been here that long. Apparently we had been there that long. (laughs) You know? 
So yeah, the four of us were just yeah. just going and going and going. Wow. Uh, you know, it, it was it was an awesome night. All four of us enjoyed it. And yeah, and if we didn't have to go keep working or go to work the next morning, then yeah, it could have been different. Just, yeah. I just could have kept on going yeah. and going and going. Right. That's fascinating. I really missed out. I I wish I could have. Uh, if I had had any any inkling of what it could have been, I would have. Uh, pawn my my dad off onto somebody else and says i gotta yeah. go to this thing <laughs> you know what and unfortunately it, it just turned into that sort of yeah. thing uh so uh, yeah 11 o'clock i uh, said so, oh, you know what yeah we got we got to call this unfortunately but he was he was heading up towards huntsville okay. uh, so yeah. he still had to drive a little ways so yeah you know yeah but he's like I say, he's in a van. He can just pull over, and he's got a bed and that set up there, so he can just sleep wherever he wants. That sort of deal, oh, that's good. right? So yeah, that's yeah. cool. It's an easy way to do that. You're not spending your money on hotels, yeah, and, exactly, and all that sort of stuff. And so yeah, so we we all called it a night, and we all headed out to to our cars, and um, Dwayne and Scott, you know, said their goodbyes, and off they went. And I was parked over by Steve. He says, "Oh, I've got a couple of beers for you guys in the van." So, okay, well, head on over. The couple of beers, I'm thinking, you know, two, maybe four bottles. No, it turned into, what are these, uh, thirst aid kits. Yeah, a thirst aid kit. So there's four <laughs> four different brands in it, or yeah. four different um, uh, flavors flavors yeah. of beer. Yeah. Uh, all by Yukon Brewing. Yeah. So there's three each of the four. Yeah. So he gave me, yeah. Two cases of that. <laughs> he brought it all the way down. He says, I'm surprised my friends and I haven't drank this, but here you go, buddy. <laughs> I'm like, wow. So that's awesome. So tonight, yes, we are drinking Yukon Brewing's company's Amber Ale Yukon Red and their English Pale Ale Yukon Gold. And they were good. And they were good. They are, and I still actually got some of the uh, the gold here in my glass, and it's it's actually yeah, it's they're really nice beers. Cheers, cheers, buddy. Thanks, Steve. Good my stuff, man. My favorite beer, free, free. beer. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't care what it says on there, but but I do like their box, the sampler kit. Yeah, thirst aid yeah, kit. Yeah, that's pretty cool. It's their thirst yeah. thirst aid kit. That's pretty cool. Yukon Steve, sorry I missed meeting up with you. Uh, maybe we'll do it another time. Yeah, we'll just have to go up there. Well, yes. you know what? I mean, if if you go with for with John Van with Berger. John Van yeah. Berger next year, so yeah. they can do there. He, I do believe they'll be driving up and going through. Yeah. Dawson City. So we'll be able you to gotta stop in. Yeah. And that's what he says. You're up to just stop in. If you know anybody that's yeah. coming, just tell them to stop in. Like. He can help you out and uh, well, whatnot. Uh, so, well, when you guys met up with him, though, I was just thinking about that afterwards. Is uh, it was like Beardo night? It was all oh, four years had beers, yeah, beards, and and I I'm clean shaven, so I would have been totally out of place. You know what? There would have been five of us, and we could have all stood in a row. It would be like an evolution of beard, <laughs> you know, because you be you with nothing, yeah. And you got Dwayne who's got the goatee, yeah. And you got Scott who's got the full, but not as long as mine. And I think it's de- debatable uh, who has a bigger yeah, beard, you or him. Who has a bigger beard, me or or Yukon Steve? Um, he says he doesn't match mine, but I just taken a picture there, and I'm thinking, ah, mine's longer. His seems a bit bushier. Yes. What do you think? <laughs> I'm going to post this picture on our Facebook page. He reminds me of Gimli. 
Oh, from uh, Lord of the Rings. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. You know what? Like, honest goodness, great guy. Yeah. You know, um, absolutely had had a, a really good chat meeting him last night. And yeah, in honor of our new friend, Yukon, Steve, we're drinking the beer he pawned off on us <laughs> last night. <laughs> thanks, Steve. So thanks, Steve. And yeah, um, I can't remember if I was talking to you about before the show or if I actually mentioned it earlier. Scott Robinson, mancamping.ca, he has been trying to get his buddy to do the Yukon River Quest for a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I guess now he's got the, his buddy's wife has finally said, okay, fine, you can do it. (laughs) But I think she's going up too. So Yukon Steve is saying, who's your um, crew? Because you have to have the... Uh, the oh, you have going. to have a support crew. A, yeah. a support crew, Grounds right? crew, support yeah. crew, yeah. yeah. And they go, well, we're not taking one. We're just going to hop in and go. He says, oh, I think you need yeah. to have one now. They the require, new rules yeah. are it's required. And he goes, oh. So there he's, Steve's just like, okay, you got one. <laughs> so got ready made. So Scott's, Scott's on that already. Yeah. Now he's got, oh, wow, all right. All right. Ready made support crew. We're, we got a support crew up there already. And yeah. we're that much closer. And uh, he says, yeah, I'm not going for the records. Just as long as I, I just go up there to, to do it. As long as yeah, I can just, finish, I'm yeah, good. just to participate. Yeah, yeah. So that's what that's what uh, Scott's going to do. He's him and his buddy are going to go up and nice. participate, and hopefully uh, he can hook up with Steve, and uh, they can all work something out. Yeah. And, yeah, great. And you know what? That's exactly it. Is there's a different and being in the the life I've led, like where I've lived all across Canada, yes. you get to see the different type of people, the people. Up north and out west in the smaller places, they'll just like and I and it, out east as well. Yeah, you need anything? Just yeah, exactly. Just it's the small community mentality. It's, yeah, it's you. I kind of miss it. I used to. I grew up in New Brunswick, and it was that mentality. And I kind of miss it living here in the GTA. It's uh, you. You don't. There's you don't have as much as that. It's yeah. People a lot more closed and not as free sharing of ideas or help or anything right yeah and uh, yeah you can tell he was just like oh, no, here because i said like you sure want me to take these I go yeah i brought them for you have them <laughs> That's awesome. i threw some stickers his way and i threw him some some of our topographical maps for, okay. from uh our moose river trip and stuff yeah. like that and um yeah you know what it was great meeting him it really was so cool yeah and like i say to, to have somebody that far away come down and, yeah and say, hey, let's meet up. Let's chit chat. And oh, some of the stories he was telling and the mirror telling and stuff like that. And it was just like, Must oh. have been fascinating. It really was. It really, and it, it, it really makes you think, yeah, now I want to go. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all the plans we have for next year, I'm just going <coughs> to, I feel a cold coming yeah. on next year. I can't make it. <laughs> so, um, but gone with the, with UConn, Steve, a big thanks for, for, contacting us and yeah getting us out there and uh having a little chit chat and especially thanks for the beer and the maps and stuff like that i think they'll yes they will very get, much get used and as well a big thank you to everybody who reaches out to us on social media email or whatever and let us know that you do enjoy our podcast uh, you, know, you know and those that leave the reviews and the ratings on itunes and stuff like that it gives us something to look at and read and um i mean i'm not really caring about getting our rankings up there I, I don't care about that but yeah i just like seeing that yeah you know what somebody else is somebody's, there and somebody's yeah, listening somebody's and listening that sort of and they actually took the time to click the little yeah. star button whether it's one star five stars yeah, or whatever leave, stars. you know 
just uh, that, that people are there. So, and of those that, you know, that uh, when they do see us in the public and they come up and say, hey, you're the two goobers from Paddling Adventures Radio. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what? That, that, I really like that as well. And like I say, it tells us that people are enjoying our podcast and it's, it's worth the time and work we put into it each week. And we're yes, not just absolutely. doing it to hear ourselves talk sort of thing. And last month, so for the month of September, we were just over 16,500 listeners for the month. Yes. And we've steadily increased all year. We have not dropped yet. Yeah. And where our numbers are right now, we're even, we, we'll probably break the 17,000 mark yeah. this month. Just by looking at the numbers so far. And yep. We're only halfway through the month. Party. So it's pretty cool. So a big thank you to Yukon Steve for reaching out to us, meeting up with us, and for Yukon Brewing Beverages for the maps and everything you passed on <laughs> yeah. and the stories and the laughs. Uh, and most importantly, thank you for supporting our show. And Scott is more determined now to get up the Yukon River Quest. So I think, well, if he does do it, we're going to have to maybe uh, have a little chit-chat with him up there over the phone. Oh, yeah. And like I say, anyone that sees us in public, do not hesitate to come up and say hello. Yeah. We love it. Yeah. It freaks Derek out, and I'll pay you five <laughs> bucks to freak him out. So... <laughs> Uh, what else we got here on our retrospect? Well, one of the, part of our retrospective is future goals and plans. So now that we've, uh, you know, looking at where we were sort of thing and yep. meeting people now and people, all, all this sort of stuff, and we're enjoying doing what yeah. we're doing and stuff. What are our future goals and plans? This yeah. is our retrospective we, show. We, we, we had talk about that. an idea when we first started this of kind of where we wanted to go. And, and it, it's, it's, we've pretty much followed that plan right from day one. Not everything turned out exactly like we thought. Or yeah, we, there was promises made. <laughs> <laughs> there was promises made. This is what's going to happen. This is what you're going to get. And da, da, da. It really didn't turn out that yeah. way. Yeah. And then we, we went the podcast way and it's like, and I, I mean, even Kevin Callan put it, if you're in this to make money, you're, in the you're, yeah. you're yeah. sorely yeah. disappointed, exactly. yeah. you know, um, in the beginning it was like, you know what, let's see what we can do with this and see where it takes yeah. us and all that sort it's of stuff. Something and, for fun. It's, it's yeah. for, for me, it was an excuse to get really dive back into it from, because I had buried myself in work for a few years and it kind of got away, started mm -hmm. migrating away from camping and canoe camping. So it's, it's also a fantastic reason to get out and start trying stand up paddle boards and kayaks and, you know, just doing new stuff and different things. And so it, uh, I kind of thought that it was going to do that, but it just really gelled and it really came together the way I, better than I could have hoped. I never thought I would ever own a kayak. I <laughs> know. Yeah, I know. I got two of them sitting in my garage. I two canoes sitting in my garage. Yeah. Like, it's getting to the point where I don't keep my car in my garage. <laughs> it's not even close. The fleet is growing. The fleet is growing. <laughs> uh, yeah, you know what? Like, the, the show has given us, uh, like I say, met a lot of people, learned a whole lot of stuff. Oh, yeah. You know, that yeah. we've never, and, and like I say, even people are, that talk with us are like, where do you hear about this stuff? Where do you, like, <laughs> You know, it's, yeah. it's like, it's like my family. I've got nothing better to do to lie to you. Like, <laughs> yeah. uh, no, dad, you're lying. Like, no, I'm not. This is a thing. You know? This is really a thing. We got to do the canoe uh, polling, stuff like that. And yeah. then, like I yeah. say, on my trip up the Moose River, I actually got to use my canoe pole. Yeah. It's like, who does that? <laughs> right? Well, apparently we do now. So yeah, you know what? Like, like when I, when I was first asked about doing the show, 
it was like, well, you know, you can make the show, you you put it, you get the sponsors and the more you grow, the bigger, you know, they'll just start throwing money at you and you can buy stuff and get better gear and do all this stuff. And pretty soon they'll, you know, that's how we all started. And, you know, eventually the canoe companies, they'll be throwing canoes at you <laughs> yeah. instead of money. And I wish it's like, okay, I don't really believe that, but <laughs> who's to say? Yeah. Lightning does strike. And, yeah. And so we started the show and yeah, I, no free canoes. No free canoes. <laughs> we just get free beer. I mean, yeah, that's good. Now we've we've branched out into the Paddling Film Festival, which yep. I've, I've just actually, they're still showing this year's Paddling Film oh, Festival. Okay, yeah, yeah. And I've also already got the uh, email saying, hey, don't forget to register for the oh, 2019 yes. Film Festival. Yes. So that's already started. So <laughs> yeah, I'm sure we'll be doing that again this year in this yes. same location as... It was actually with those massive yes. TVs. Oh, what a beautiful place oh, that is. We got so many comments about yeah. that. Um, so, yeah, you know what? We're just going to keep digging up and, and getting getting going with this stuff and uh, whatnot. Uh, so our future goals and plans, because, you know, we're not, like I say, we're not making a, a, a fortune. To, well, actually, we're not even making any money. No, we're, we're, it's not loss. Like, yeah. it's, it's costing. It's costing money. Except now we're not gonna have to buy beer for the next while. <laughs> yes, so. yes. Yeah. <laughs> so that's how that's that how saves Yukon's, me money. <laughs> yeah, it saves you money. Yeah. So Yukon Steve just saved Derek a ton of cash. <laughs> that's how Yukon Steve saved our show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, we have we have a long list of names right now of people that are that want to be interviewed in that. I got an email from Frank Wolf. Oh who wants cool. to talk about his book. Nice. So I got to get back and I got to get in touch with him and stuff like that. But yeah, we got a lot of people that want to talk, talk to us on our show and stuff like that. So um, now that the main paddling season's over, we can get into that. Yes. Because no one's got the time when you're out. Hey, let's make time. Oh, I'm on a trip and then I'm on a trip and then you're on a trip. uh, Summer's way too tight with all the tripping and all the stuff. Yeah. It's it's, uh, definitely, well, this has definitely cut back on any potential cabin fever I've ever experienced in the past. Oh, I haven't had cabin fever in a couple (laughs) of years now. This is awesome. Yeah. Because once you get through Christmas and New Year's, well, then all of a sudden, February and all the outdoor shows start, right? All the outdoor shows, all the events. We're reading off schedules and listings. and Wow, we're speaking to sound like a professional <laughs> institution here. Our multi-dollar corporation. <laughs> so, yeah, so that's one of the things we got. We got a, we got a long list of people that want to uh, chit-chat with us, and that's pretty cool. And, I mean, yeah, yeah, you know, so hopefully it'll all work out and we can get some of that going. Sponsors, I think this is now, we've, we've had a few people inquire yes. about sponsors. Um, I think we're going to sit down now and say, you know what, if we can, uh, we're not making a ton of cash. This we're, episode we're not... brought to you by yeah. <laughs> Sunday, 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 Monster Jam. <laughs> it's not like the emails I get, Hey, why don't you link your site to ours and you can link ours to yours and hopefully everybody can get more traffic. Yeah. We're a personal injury company. Oh. What does that have to do with us? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, paddling is going to kill us, but you know. <laughs> uh, so yeah, you know what? Like, even if even if we can make some some money to pay for the equipment, beer money, beer money, <laughs> beer money, yeah. you know, money to pay for giveaways, pay for the web and hosting, stuff like that. The, yeah, web hosting, yeah. the some more updated gear. When we go to the canoe symposium and stuff like that, we always sponsor and buy gift bags, gift bags and, and yeah. stuff like that it comes out of our pocket yes so yeah if we can get a sponsor to pay for that sort of stuff then mm-hmm. hot diggity dog right um we're going to reach 200 episodes 
in another 60 yeah. weeks. Yeah. So that's next year. Yes. 2019 will be at 200 episodes. We'll have should to we come get, up with something really should big. Should we get Kevin Callan on again? Yeah, we got it. We got it. First show, the 100th show, the 200th show. Yeah. Yeah, everything with, with zeros in it, double zeros, <laughs> he's on. Okay, we got Kevin Callan again. Yeah. Uh, Want to meet more people, more of our, our listeners. Yeah, and it's that's one of the fascinating bonuses of this whole thing is is the, the amazing people that we keep meeting. Yeah. It's, it's the, the paddling community is a very rich and diverse community. It's the people that we meet is it's makes it all worthwhile. It does. It's, it's a lot of fun. Like I, I didn't think I'd be meeting this many people that I, that I've seen. And even yeah. it's funny because a lot of people I did meet have now become sort of like another group. Cause I always had my, my canoe tripping guy, like Mike yeah. and Marcus exactly. and, and stuff like that. But then I got another group now yeah. that I do the same, you know, paddling and shows and camp yeah. camping and winter camping and stuff. Like I've, my, my, my circle of outdoor friends has gotten a lot bigger. Yes. And there's a lot more opportunities. You to... have a larger community of people to draw on. Like for example, you knew exactly who to contact to when you're going to meet up with Yukon Steve, you know, uh, Dwayne yeah. and, and, you know, and Scott. Yeah. They, Scott. I know they would be interested. Yeah. In so I guess give them so a quick like ring you, in. So your group of people to draw on is getting huge. Right? Yeah. There's always somebody out there that is willing to do something and go, like, you know, when we went up to Tobermory, we gathered a group of people together. And... Yeah. When I went, yeah. Uh, canoe, uh, canoe polling. Yeah. Who wants to try it? Boom, yeah. boom, 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 boom. Yeah, we're turning people away. like, okay. Well, and that's like what, the minute everybody found out Scott and I were going up the Moose River. How many people? I would have had a flotilla of 40 canoes going up that <laughs> river. <laughs> All swearing because yeah. they were wrecking up their canoes. <laughs> so, yeah. so But meet more people, like our listeners and stuff like that. Like I say, if, if you hear, if you know we're going to be somewhere or whatever, we, we really say come up and chat with us. Because we really enjoy hearing other people's Absolutely. stuff as much yes. as I'd rather hear yeah. other people talk for a change and just myself. <laughs> I know, eh? Yeah. <laughs> uh, we're looking at doing some more off-site shows. Yes. You know, I mean, we've gone places to do interviews with people, but I'm thinking maybe some of the outdoor shows this year, we might take yeah. our uh, recorder and just yeah. do little... Break out the mobile studio, do some on-site recording. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the mobile studio is a handheld thing <laughs> and a video camera, right? Shh. Yeah. Don't tell them that. <laughs> We're not professionals, but we play one on the radio, right? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, we want to do that. But and when we take our gear, I mean, the, the, our studio is fairly packable. Yes. You oh, know, yeah. we, we, we've taken it to a few spots, but those are the shows that end up being really long. I know. Like the Mike yeah. Ranta show's two hours. Kevin yeah. Callan, 100 episode, two hours. Yeah. Like, when, we, when we take all the gear to somebody's house... Oh yeah, you yeah. Jim Baird and Tori. Oh yeah, we had to split that into that two. Was a couple episodes, yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know. So we're 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 looking at doing a couple more things like that to, um, in the coming year. Get more feedback from our listeners. Have we said that already? We have. We want to get more feedback from our yeah, listeners. Yeah, we want more feedback. And the big one, which we're really going to have to gear up on next year, well, even over the winter, even. Yeah. More content for our YouTube channel. Yes. Uh, yeah, because <laughs> there's a couple guys at work that keep making fun of me of the uh, of the unboxing and <laughs> yeah, got to get more on. <laughs> Bite me, guys. <laughs> yeah, um, but yeah, like you, you, we had a few plans about some web the 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 web series and the YouTube series yeah. and stuff like that. So if we can start getting that stuff off the ground, and I think it really uh, it'll really add to the show the multimedia experience that we're trying to create here. Yeah, and on a personal one, I'm also trying to get more blog uh, thingies out there. Yeah, uh, right. 
yeah little bloggy thingies because we got the we've got a couple of them on our website yeah yeah but it's just a matter because you get so involved into researching next week's show that you're oh you know what i could have just read a quick write a quick blog on that yeah. sort of thing and, and and ship it off so so that's what we are that's our future so we've talked about our past we've talked about our future and now we're going to talk about the here and now. And you know what we got here and now? <coughs> oh, yeah, I need to clear my throat for this one. Take a little. Should we go for a, a message for our sponsor or take a break? No, let's just keep on roll going right here. Right we'll okay. just roll right through sure. this. Okay. So, as of October 17th, Cannabis, marijuana, Mary Jane, weed, spliffs, doobies, hemp, grass, reefer, ganja, Acapulco gold, joint, Maui Wowie, herb, local weed, roach, Aunt Mary, chronic blunt bud pop, pot, dime bag, dope, green, and wacky tobacco <laughs> is all legal to purchase and possess in good old Canada. Yes. And now we're just going to be more more polite and more apologetic <laughs> and we're going to hand you yeah. brownies. <laughs> Bags of chips. We're going to walk around with the munchies. <laughs> <laughs> so we had to talk about this. This is this is uh, this is something like I guess from the perspective and when I mentioned that we should talk about this, it was the uh, the responsibility side of things. As fun as it can be to joke about it, we, there is still we wanted to get the message across to like you don't drink and paddle you don't drink and drive and stuff like that so there's there's going to be rules and and whatever that apply and you have to be responsible but also there's the fun side of it yeah um you know and yeah that's that's the big thing like you know what i know people i don't partake myself neither do i i know people that take it on canoe trips Mm -hmm. and at the end of the day they'll smoke a joint they'll lay on the rocks and they'll look up at the stars and just (laughs) mellow out yeah you know, um, but I, I mean, I know people that do that during the day here now too. Like yeah. In town sort of thing, you know, mm-hmm. oh yeah, I'm going out for the night or whatever, sitting around the patio and, and have a uh, roll, a roll a joint, whatever. Yeah. It's your own, your own business. Yeah. But when you're out there paddling, it's the same as alcohol. Yes. You're not going to, you're not going to be sitting out there drinking a bunch of alcohol and going for a paddle. And if you are, it's too dangerous. You know that that's just irresponsible. Um, they are going to start allowing it in provincial parks and national parks at the campgrounds and stuff. Yeah. But I think that's going to evolve, and I think everything that deals with all of this, where you're allowed to smoke and everything like that, I think it's all going to evolve because right now I think they they say you're you know eventually going to be able to smoke where everybody else smokes cigarettes. But that bill hasn't been passed yet. Correct. So right now you're only allowed to smoke in your house. Oh, they, okay. Right? So the everywhere, now that's the last I heard. So the, every. But the, the major the, thing is that it's legal to that purchase. That is legal, yes. It's legal to purchase yeah. it. Purchase, possess it. that's the it, big difference. Up to certain amounts yes. though, right? Like you can't walk down the street with a big ass bag. <laughs> yeah, no bills. <laughs> What's that under your arm? It's a big green garbage bag filled with marijuana. Why do you ask, officer? <laughs> And the other, my little wagon here, I got a big kegger of beer. <laughs> we call it that Friday in my house. <laughs> so yeah, it is legal legal to, to, to buy and possess now. There are age restrictions and stuff like that. Age restrictions, quantity restrictions. Um, we did check out the Ontario 
Cannabis Shop? Yes. Is that dot o- .ca? OCS? Dot yeah. .ca? That's the Ontario government one. Yes. And that um, was fun. <laughs> trying to figure out what's... Yeah, there's pre-rolled ones, and yeah. it's like one for 20 bucks. Yeah, I don't, I don't know the price of these things, but that seems like a lot to me. Yeah, it was, it was, it was all over. And now when you're looking at other sites and that... They were saying like it started out like at twelve bucks in the morning, but I guess they was so popular they started raising the prices yeah. as the day went on. Yeah. Like, Supply and demand. I'm guessing. So yeah, so it was like <laughs> almost twenty one dollars for one joint yeah. at the end of the day. It, it's that's gotta be nuts. more than just one in that yeah. little thing. But that's but what it says, says one. one. It yeah. says one. So I'm not paying, you know, if I'm I'm not paying twenty bucks for one <laughs> no. cigarette. No. I'm gonna go see Peppy. Down in the corner <laughs> and buy that big green garbage bag. Yeah. Well, it's gonna save me a lot of money because for one I don't smoke it, so I don't have to buy it. But I'm gonna I'm gonna poke fun at people about it. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> Cause what was it saying? Um sixteen bucks for a pack of smokes or something like that now? Like regular cigarettes? Yeah, I don't know. I don't smoke cigarettes wow. either. But wow. yeah, it's uh, cigarettes are very expensive. Yeah. I, I used to That's smoke. like a Mickey of Rye. <laughs> if you're going through five packs of smokes yeah in oh, a week that's insane that's five yeah. mickeys of rye or one <laughs> mickey of rye one mickey of rum some vodka maybe some tequila and yeah. dealer's choice for the fifth bottle i mean <laughs> you're, you're gonna die of cancer and i'm just gonna become an alcoholic yeah <laughs> But yeah, just the prices of it is is going up and it's going to be all over the board and there's going to be, I think it's just like, you know, you go to the reservation and buy the Indian cigarettes. Yes. Yeah. You know, that's well, going well, to turn into that. What's interesting, and I hadn't really thought about this aspect of it, you're allowed to grow your own now. You can yeah, grow you, it in your you backyard. Yeah, you have a few, was you're, it three You're allowed four plants, four plants per household. Mm-hmm. Not per person, but per household, four plants. Yeah. Okay, that's that. We're not adopting any more kids then. <laughs> <laughs> but that's that's fasting on its own. Like you're going to be able, people are going to be able to grow their own legally. But see, that's when you get grandma. <laughs> yes, <laughs> grandma. grandma. Yeah, can I plant these in the yard? Thanks. Exactly. Yeah. Thanks, you're a doll. <laughs> yeah, grandpa. Yeah, can I plant these in your yard? Hey, buddy, you're a pal. You know. So yeah, yeah. it's it's uh, there's going to be a lot of. There's going to be some gray gro- area. Yeah, big there's going to be some growing pains, as yeah. with everything, right? Yeah. So, but it's it's going to be interesting. Yeah, you know what? And at the end of the day, I think it's is what it is. Yeah. You yeah. know, um, some people say it's the gateway drug. Others people, you know what? Uh, it's a gateway to, to too many munchies, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> that, that big container of cheese balls from Costco. <laughs> <laughs> That's a big container of cheese balls. Oh, and they were so good. They were so good. So, yeah. So, uh, if you're looking. Now, I know there's there, there's the one thing I was looking back here. There are still criminal penalties. Possession over the limit. Yes. You, can only, you can't, it's, like I say, you can't go out and buy a big old bag of weed. Yeah. You know, like a big gar- green garbage bag of weed. <laughs> <laughs> My plan's dashed again. <laughs> Uh, la, 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 la. possession over the limit tickets for small amounts or up to five years in jail illegal distribution or sale up to 14 years in jail producing cannabis beyond personal cultivation limits or with combustible solvents oh yeah up to 14 years in jail 
Everything seems to be up to 14 years in jail, taking hmm. cannabis across the border. Across Canada's borders. Oh, from province to province? Really? Well, you're not allowed to transport. They're changing the rules now for alcohol because they're they're currently on the books is you can't legally go to Quebec and buy cheap beer and bring it back to Ontario. Watch me. I know. Everybody does <laughs> Everybody it, right? Does. Yeah. But, but huh. they're, what they're doing is they're actually going to relax that rule with the alcohol. So, but, uh, so it makes sense. Like they're, they're, a lot of these rules are sort of mirroring the rules that apply for the sale and purchase of alcohol. Yeah. yeah. So they, they pretty much mimicked it, but there's, you know, of course, because it's, you're smoking, it's, it's, uh, they, there's a few specialized and they, and where they, they align closely with either smoking cigarettes or drinking alcohol. And th that's how these new rules have been formatted. Yeah. Uh, giving or selling cannabis to a person under 18. Now, is it Ontario is 19? Ontario is 19. Alberta is 18. The, the different provinces, different rules, right? Right. Using a youth to commit a cannabis-related offense. To 14 years in jail. Huh. So, so I guess that's like, yeah, um... Cannabis-related. What would be a cannabis-related event? I know. Uh, uh, trafficking? Maybe, I maybe guess. Getting the, yeah. getting the young person to do yeah. it, whatever, yeah. Yeah, there you go. So you end up in jail, they don't. Yeah. So you can't let the kid go out in the corner and sell your... Your, your weed. you got to go do it yourself, you. lazy. Yeah. <laughs> Further penalties related to cannabis-impaired driving are also included in Canada's impaired driving legislation. Which is good. Along with impairment rules for other drugs such as LSD, heroin, cocaine, and magic mushrooms. But as I... As I've read recently, they still don't have a uh, a uh, guaranteed way of, of detecting that you've been smoking. No, it's, it's more smell. Yeah, it's smell. Right? But yeah. you know how you can you know the the point zero eight limit for alcohol and but they don't have this test, a reliable test. Yeah, they they, they had some sort of uh, strip test where you you put it on your tongue and they could measure it, but it's not reliable. Yeah, for quantity. But I mean that's like at work we we were doing our health and safety thing we got to put in our employee handbook and stuff like that and if, if you know everybody's everybody's gonna oh i need it for medicinal purposes <laughs> exactly. i'm sitting in my desk smoking up for medicinal purposes <laughs> and everybody's you can get it you can get a doctor's note like pff, yeah whatever. exactly yeah but if you run big machinery Absolutely, workplace yeah. says sorry yeah. you can't run big machinery well, well let's like, be honest like if you, if you can't drink alcohol at work or if you can't drink and drive if if you can't yeah. drink in public it's the same rules have to apply it's 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 a substance that will, that will cause impairment yeah. so it makes sense like you know heavy machinery no drink you know no smoking and driving and no public consumption and yeah. stuff like that all, right? all the the common sense stuff, yeah, but exactly, yeah. As man camping says, sometimes common sense is actually a superpower, <laughs> and not everybody has it. Exactly, right? <laughs> but when it comes to paddling, again, the same rules as alcohol. Yeah, yeah. You know, uh, when we go on our trips at the end of the day, all the canoes are up on shore. Somebody says bars open. Okay, yeah. And Smoke them if you got them. Nobody em. goes back in the water, and no one goes back yeah. in the water. Then you know what you got. You got to use your your common sense at that point, and yeah, you know, be smart. Be about smart it. about it. So, and that's all I'm going to say about that. Because <laughs> you, you've got a lot of material printed out here on it. <laughs> I do. Yeah, you you start looking at all the the material on it. Yeah, 
a lot of it's repetitive and a lot of it really is is well this is what they're planning to do mm -hmm. but it's not in effect yet so yeah varies is, by province is, yes and yes. city yeah i mean the cities and towns have their own bylaws and exactly it's, yeah. so everybody's going to get into the new rule making and stuff like that when it applies to this like uh, you know at my work they've been they've been struggling with uh how to capture the new rules with our own internal legislation for work right right and so they they've created a new set of rules and and whatever at work they've been working on this for as long as they've known that it was coming right so it's uh so now we have stuff on the books for protecting ourselves at work and stuff like that about usage and or not use not using and so it's good that uh, our workplace actually got ahead of it instead of re you know instead of responding a lot of a lot of co corporation companies respond to things oh just a little knee-jerk reaction yeah, to, yeah. But at least my work they came out ahead of it and and did the right thing yeah if you work here yeah do not use it exactly yeah pretty much yeah. all righty so that's our 140th episode retrospective <laughs> <laughs> again big thanks to yukon steve for uh, all the gifts and goodies here and uh yukon brewing yes two beers down and sweet liking them so far <laughs> now we're just gonna need a Somebody going back and forth every so often to yes, to so the Yukon. Us. Yeah, because yeah, it's not available in in Ontario. Yeah, you can't mail it across borders. And if you can't make it all the way to the Yukon, at least you got to make it to Alberta because it is sold in Alberta. Yes, there you go. So, there you go. <laughs> uh, you got anything else this week? I do not. Everything's just been. It was just been the busy, future. Man. It was yeah. Well, for me, my my dad is in town and stuff like that, so it's been extra special busy and trying to find stuff to do during the day and to get it. But uh, he he can't walk so good anymore, so I have to be careful. You know, skateboarding's out then. <laughs> exactly, no skateboarding. Just <laughs> uh, gonna take him to the skateboard park, <laughs> yeah. trampoline gym. Yeah, eighty-seven year old man. <laughs> oh, there's the uh, fly zone over at Thixon. Yeah, that'd be great for my Just dad. Throw him out there. Apparently, a bunch of kids are getting hurt doing that sort of stuff. I think they're trying to be all superty duperty or something, and we're getting hurt. We're gonna check out the um, what's it called? It's uh, it's the park the, bench. Park bench <laughs> no but it's park something it's the uh the old house the guy who started gm in canada i don't know park hill parkdale park something anyways park you your car it we it's a it's a fancy fancy house with grounds and gardens and oh, yeah? we're gonna tour that tomorrow is the end of the cars no not really but it's oh. just i want to get him out to do something right well isn't there a tank museum or something in oshawa uh, i wonder if you'd be interested in that yeah, I say, hey, want to go drive a tank, Dad? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you never know. Yeah, it's just been uh, it's been pretty busy uh, mm -hmm. since I got back from our trip and just trying to decompress. Oh, so <laughs> before we we sign off here for the week, I've had a GoPro for I don't know how many years now. Yeah, and I mounted it to my my helmet. Right, I have never used the. It has different. Uh, cases and the one backing has holes in it so you can get some audio so you can get better audio yes because usually it's in an enclosed waterproof and yes and also hearing the exactly. like this or you, gotta... you can't hear them right so you leave it's it back all muffled. so I always 
use the the waterproof one, especially when canoeing and stuff like that. Yeah. I actually changed the back so that I could get sound. Okay. And guess who dropped it into the Moose River? Oh, no. And Scott's saying, oh, he's always got that back on. It's always watertight. So he's like, uh, yeah, you might want to uh, make sure you don't lose your, your uh, GoPro there. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't realize or he would have just snagged it out of the water yeah. quickly. It wouldn't turn on. Oh, no. The water was through everything. So it's been over a week now yeah. since I've been back. It's been drying out and everything. Guess what turned on yesterday? Yay. And it's all work. I just had to reset stuff yeah. and I had to reformat the SD card. And Well, you know, it almost was a new opportunity to get a new GoPro. Because the, the oh, seven, if I'm getting something else, I'm the, not getting another GoPro. The 7 just came out and uh, I looked at some of the reviews. The GoPro 7 is really nice. I find the GoPro video, Yeah, you need to do a whole crap load of editing, especially with the... Well, now that I think they got the better, um, so it's not fisheye and everything. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, these things that you see the GoPro, these these Red Bull and stuff yeah. like that, they must do a crap load <laughs> of editing to get it to look yeah. that good. Because I've tried every setting under the sun and everybody else I know that had them as well. They nothing like these guys use. Yeah. So... Well, the seven apparently is pretty good. It's the video is really good. It's stability control, and it's it's uh it's the first time I've seen a GoPro that I thought I might want. Mm. Yeah, Christmas <laughs> is coming. Still, they're too expensive. Yeah, unfortunately. Yeah, I bought mine, and I'm just like, I don't. But like I say, I mounted it to my helmet and whatnot, so I'm gonna yeah. start using it a bit more and and whatnot, and uh, yeah, it was good. Excellent. So turned on. Woohoo! <laughs> anyway, that's our show for this week. Uh, I'd like to thank everybody for listening. If you want to find out more about us, you can check us at paddlingadventuresradio.com, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Contact us on all of that. Leave messages, say how great we are, or if we actually suck and sound like a couple of goobers. <laughs> uh, you can find us on iTunes, Google Play, Player FM, Blueberry, and 50 other spots. And you can find us at the Paddling Adventures Radio episode page. There's a little tab at the top of our website. You can go there. You can stream them. You can download them, whatever you want. Uh, if you're in iTunes, leave a little note. Tell us what you think of our yes, show. Leave a, a little star, five stars, one star, half star. I don't know if you can do whatever. <laughs> Just leave a star or leave, yeah. a, leave a review. Let us know what you think of the shows. Uh, other than that, that's about it. I want to thank everybody for listening this week. I'm Sean Rowley. And I'm Derek Specht. We'll see you next time. <laughs>